0: If you no longer feel anything for your husband, one of the reasons that can be such a painful feeling is if if you really can't see it being any different. And what I mean by that is that you you don't have the ability to picture anything different. One of the questions I often ask young couples who are about to get married, as I sit down with them for pre-marriage classes, is how was love shown by your parents in your home? And the reason I asked them that question is because how love was or wasn't modeled for us as we grew up has a very powerful impact on us. For example, if, um, if parents always showed up at their kids' events, if that's how they showed love in their house, then those children are more likely to do the same thing with their children because, because that's what was modeled for them. If, uh, if parents never said, I love you, to their children, And when those children grow up, even if they believe it's a good thing to say I love you to their children, to actually say the words, they're more likely to have a hard time actually saying those words because of what was or wasn't modeled for them. The models that are in front of us have a powerful impact on what we're able to put into practice as we continue to grow up. There's something real to that, and it is entirely possible. And I know it does happen. That people get into a marriage in which, well, they don't have any good models in front of them. They either never saw a healthy marriage with their own eyes, or they never saw a marriage that knew how to recover from the difficult times. And if that's the case, it's easy to feel very defeated, because you can't see a model that well, that you can go after. Well, it's good to take those things seriously, very seriously. The Bible always gives us a better model. And it doesn't say for marriage, look at your parents, or look at your friends. Instead, the example that the Bible puts in front of us, the model, is always God. It does that in a couple of different places. In Ephesians 5, at the very beginning of the chapter, it says, follow God's example. As dearly loved children and walk in the way of love, just as Christ loved us and gave himself up for us as a fragrant offering and sacrifice to God. That's at the beginning of chapter five. And then in the middle of chapter five, yeah, he takes the word sacrifice and makes practical application as to what that looks like for husbands and wives when it tells them to submit to one another out of reverence for Christ. If you're sacrificing for somebody else, it means that you are putting their needs above your own, no matter how hard it is, no matter how painful that is. And God expects husbands and wives to be able to do that for one another. And if you're at a point where you don't feel anything for your husband anymore, it probably means that He hasn't been doing a good job of submitting himself to your needs, of sacrificing for you. And I hope and pray that changes. And one of the ways you can make it more likely that that change would come is by following the model that God has placed for you. After telling both husbands and wives to submit to one another out of reverence for Christ, then the Bible also talks about what the particular submission looks like for husbands and also what that particular submission looks like for wives. First Peter chapter three says it this way to wives. It says, wives in the same way, submit yourselves to your own husbands so that if any of them do not believe the word, they may be won over without words by the behavior of their wives. When they see the purity and reverence of your lives, Your beauty should not come from outward adornments such as elaborate hairstyles and the wearing of gold, jewelry, or fine clothes. Rather, it should be that of your inner self, the unfading beauty of a gentle and quiet spirit, which is of great worth in God's sight." Now there's a whole lot that we can unpack in that section. We're not going to dig into all of it. I'll tell you one thing that that section doesn't mean. It doesn't mean that you're not as important as him. It doesn't mean that your needs aren't as valuable. It doesn't mean that God sees you as less than your husband. That's not at all what the Bible ever means when it talks about the relationship between wives and husbands. But a couple of things I want to point out in that section, the part about winning him over without words, that means that you don't have to feel pressure to say the right thing. You don't have to come up with just the right formula to speak exactly the right words or just, you know, just say the right thing that's going to get to him. You don't need to put that pressure on yourself. There's also the section about your beauty doesn't need to come from outward adornment. In other words, you don't need to make yourself something that you're not. And he goes on to really emphasize the, um, the, the positive side of that in the next line when he says, your beauty is yourself. The beauty of your inner self, which is of great worth to God. In other words, God just expects you to be you. To be you. In order to know that when you put Christ-like love, when you model God's love for us and how you treat your husband, that God will continue to care for you. Because what does God do for the things that are worth much to him? He sacrifices for them. He submits himself to serve them. He bleeds for them. He takes the nails for them. He dies for them. And he lives for you. To love you. To make sure that there's nothing on this painful planet, will ever, in the end, get the best of you. Marriage is the only illustration that God uses in the Bible as the illustration of God's love for us, the only picture. And that's, and that's remarkable that he does it because he knows what he's dealing with. He's dealing with a a perfect God, with perfect love, applying that love to a very imperfect church. And yet, what's the promise? That even working with an imperfect church, God's perfect love will always overcome. You will always be cared for. You will always be taken care of. And you will be victorious in the end.